tonight, the Max Wrestling Crew predicts the upcoming Royal Rumble. But it's the Rumble before the Rumble that has fans waiting with anticipation. The last time we saw Phoenix, he literally stole Christmas. As he walked away a double champion, now he must defend both those titles against two long-standing rivals. As the Phoenix and Moses Marquez will go around the bend once again for the Max Wrestling Television Championship. The trivia train doesn't stop there as Phoenix must also defend his trivia title against the last ever promo champion and upcoming trivia practitioner, Travis the Walker Anderson. And if Phoenix's plate wasn't full enough, he gets his shot to finish his collection as he goes one-on-one -on -one with the law himself, the lawyer, Chad Nook, for the coveted Max Wrestling World Championship in a predetermined promo exhibition. But the hits just keep on coming as we are in for a first time ever in another predetermined promo exhibition. The Cypher will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the man they call The Shape. Maybe the odds are against us in some ways, but we're going to do the better show, I know. Mm, let's get ready to Ladies and gentlemen, this is Podcast Promo Rumble 7. Now let the games begin. It's the end of January, and you know what that means. Welcome to Podcast Promo Rumble 7. This is your captain speaking. We are ready to rumble. And, of course, one half of the Captain Mo Show, El Jefe Moses Marquez. Top of the mornings. Top of the morning, top of the year, top of the month. This is the first special event of the Vidya era. Vidya! Uh, it's been going great. I thought so. Vidya's been for, a lot of fun. Except for Phoenix, and all we see is the top of his head. <laughs> He did have a very nice ceiling. That was the cleanest ceiling um, I've ever seen. Maybe maybe next time. Well, actually, you know what? It's okay if it's like just the two of us because it's vertical. But next time, Phoenix, if it's like more than two people, it's probably better to do it landscape. There you go. Then like go holding on. your phone like that because then all we see is this. All we see is the ceiling. <laughs> and your hairline. But a uh, successful event for the Phoenix um, winning the Ring of Games 2, getting to choose his own challenger uh, he will be defending the television championship against you which is my case right. <clears throat> um, which, which is very fitting, you know, we need a rematch, he took the title from you in the first place but, Again, uh, Phoenix stole Christmas he stole, he stole fucking Christmas how the Phoenix stole Christmas uh, but coming up, we will predict the 2022 Royal Rumble. We will have reactions to last night's beach break. And of course, Travis Walker Anderson challenges the Phoenix for the Knowledge Championship. As you just heard, Moses challenges Phoenix for the TV title. The Phoenix challenges Chad Malcolm for the World Championship. And Cypher faces the shape in a promo exhibition. This card is stacked. Oh, yeah. It's our biggest card so far this year. Yeah, <laughs> and I say that because I already know the stuff that's coming on later on down the year, and some of the stuff we're working on in the background. So I mean, as of right now, this is like <clears throat> kind of normal. Hey, okay, we got a regular card. In the coming months, I think things are about to get even crazier. 
Oh yeah, um, I, I don't want to post any spoilers, but you may get a little hint of Promomania by the end of this show. Here so uh, before we get into everything, what do you say we take a look at this week's history? History. On January 21st, 2001, the greatest Royal Rumble match in history. Saw Stone Cold Steve Austin win his third Rumble match, uh, punching his ticket to WrestleMania X7. Which Rumble did you think I was talking about? The the, the greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, oh, fuck that shit. (laughs) (laughs) We don't do the blood money Rumble. Rumble. There you go. Yeah, no, fuck that. Um, Uh, Yeah, no, actually a good Rumble. Thank God. Yeah, I love 2001. Everything about, well, I mean, I actually enjoyed the invasion angle. But uh, I wasn't a huge WCW fan, so it didn't really mean much to me that they didn't have all the A plus team. But uh, it did he, to me because it's like, why in the hell is like goddamn people like fucking uh, was goddamn uh, Chuck Colombo here before fucking like Goldberg <laughs> or DDP or Booker T? Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, I mean Booker T was their biggest star. I thought yeah, so. They, he, had, they he, had no Goldberg. They had no Sting. They had no Hogan. Well, they got Scott Steiner, which was, eh. mm. but yeah, no, biggest one was well, definitely Booker. Well, Steiner didn't come in until the back end of 2002. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Survivor Series, MSG, give me the fucking mic. Yeah, you're right. I forgot almost. Well, no, that's actually yeah. There really wasn't a lot of A players uh, originally in the invasion angle, but nope. it was fun. Absolutely. I mean, WWE were also missing Triple H at the time. The Rock didn't come into like halfway through. Uh, it got to the point where they had to have Stone Cold defect to WCW to kind of bring some star power to it. And then they did but the he whole double turn with his Kurt doing Angle. so. <laughs> the way he, he was, was just yelling at people. <laughs> Your name's Hugh Morris? What? Is that humorous? What? <laughs> Is it supposed to be funny? <laughs> Oh, he sorry. he also came up with like one of the most underrated catchphrases during his heel run. He was, "My name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm the WWF champion, and I do not deserve this." <laughs> That's any anytime anything that. bad happened to him. I have to. I have to. I have to go back now. I have to go back. There, there was one where Taker just left him laying, and they were wheeling him into an ambulance, and he's just yelling it from the stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve this. <laughs> Um, also on the 2001 Rumble, we had Kurt Angle defend the WWE Championship against Triple H and a classic Jericho versus Benoit ladder match for the Intercontinental mm. Championship. Um, January 22nd, 1994, at the Royal Rumble, Bret Hart and Lex Luger controversially won at the same time, both earning WWE title matches at WrestleMania 10. Yokozuna also defeated The Undertaker in a casket match, and that was the last time we saw Undertaker until SummerSlam. Which was, of course, Undertaker versus Undertaker. And people shit on it. I I love it. It's so corny, but... Nostalgia. Come on. Some wrestling has to be corny. That's how it goes. It can't always yeah. be, like, super, you know, whatever. Like, come on. Have some fun every now and again. It's not going to kill you. The whole, the whole build up the search for The Undertaker. Leslie Nielsen searching for The Undertaker. It's so 90s. Uh, actually, I think fun. I think everything in my history list this uh, this week is Royal Rumble. Um, 
January Rumble 22nd, 1995, Shawn Michaels made history, entering the Royal Rumble at number one and winning the whole match. And no one else achieved this for nine years. Um, most, you're probably not going to hear it from WWE, but it was 2004. Chris Benoit also entered at number one and won the whole damn thing. Yeah, they're definitely not going to mention that guy. <laughs> Uh, January 24th, 1999, The Rock defeated Mankind in a controversial I Quit match for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. Uh, it It's controversial because it was just a lot of fucking real chair shots, which probably should have killed McFoley. Absolutely. But uh, that guy, that guy's unkillable. Back in the day where they used to say, okay, ready, here it comes, just grin your teeth and what do they say, <laughs> lock your neck up? Yeah. Like, dude, it's gonna sting a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking. <laughs> you don't say. Travis, listening. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, he gets it. Travis knows, but he only took one. I think mankind took seven. But I, I wanted. I thought it was nine. It was a stupid high number anyway, and he was handcuffed yeah. at, at the same time too. So oh yeah, he that literally was no protection. Mm, um. I mean, he did have his mask, but if anything, that probably made it worse because it was just like, right. bang. This fucking constricted leather around my face and you're just going to whack me with some steel on top of that? Yeah. Being yeah, the imprints of this thing. It was so bad. I mean, on Beyond the Mat, they showed his wife and very young Noel had to leave because they were so upset by it. Uh, oh, yeah. What the fuck? It, it, was, it was bad. But the yeah, match, the Royal Rumble match itself, was won by Mr. McMahon, eliminating Stone Cold. After the two, the two of them entered first, and then they fought all over the arena. Um, and then I think Stone Cold got taken away in an ambulance because the corporation attacked him. Vince spent the rest of the match on commentary, and then Stone Cold drives the ambulance back. <laughs> yep. Again, so nineties. You, oh God, the good old days. Where <laughs> it was so hilariously like. This makes no sense, but I love it. Yeah. There's no way this could happen, but we love it. Great. You actually had to uh, what was it, disdain your belief or disbelief or whatever. Mm-mm. So, it's, yeah, so but, are, but come on. It's, it's, this is why people love the Attitude Era. And yeah. Exactly for reasons like that. But uh, they don't do that kind of stuff anymore. They don't support gratuitous violence. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> No, let's See how fucking guy. long that lasts. Let's just poke a guy's eye out on the steel on the steel stairs. Oh, that's fine, right? We uh, do that stuff. Yeah, January twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. AJ Styles made his epic surprise WWE debut as number three in the Royal Rumble match for the WWE Championship, which was won by Triple H. And of course, they fucked up the debut by they they kept showing Roman in the ring like, during the entrance. So, and they knew the they fuck fucked it up. Humble. Yeah, we didn't even get to see the word phenomenal until nope. the crowd was already cheering. Um, and we were like, hey. Yeah, why are they cheering? What's going on? But they knew they fucked up because they released an alternative angle video the very next day showing more AJ. Smart. But uh, yeah, it, it was so cool to see him just pop up. Like It was a rumor and he actually said, it, I think it was Ring of Honor that he was going to be in the Rumble match. But like it was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's just trolling. But. No, fuck, he actually turned up, and they called him AJ Styles. Yep, right. And they even mentioned New Japan and all the other stuff. So, yeah, it was a truck, for sure. Um, And you know what? He's kind of just going with the motions right now, but I think he's had a 
really good run in WWE compared to a lot of guys that come in that are established stars from other companies. Well, especially from like an Impact or a TNA. Yeah, he's he's big. Oh, he, he's he was TNA. Let's be funky there for a minute. And yeah. this, they allowed him to go in there and not only be world champ, but have a lengthy world title run, be in some big feuds. Hell, he was even against the Undertaker for fuck's sake. Yeah, in Taker's last match. So that's got to tell you something. Yeah, no, I think his run in WWE has been actually really, really good. Uh, what else we got? January 25th, 2009, Edge won his fourth WWE Championship, defeating Jeff Hardy in a no-DQ match. Uh, that was at the Royal Rumble <laughs> as well. January 25th, 2015, in one of the most infamous decisions in WWE history, Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble match with a little assist from Cousin Dwayne, much to the sheer disgust of the Philadelphia crowd. Uh, the following day, the world's media was all over the backlash from the WWE fans towards Roman's victory. Uh, wow, how far we've come. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> From everybody being, oh, my God, this is ridiculous, to what are the, what are the, what's the, he's like, he's the tribal chief, he's the head of the table, you must acknowledge him. I think one of the best things about the whole Roman winning backlash thing was The Rock raising his arm in celebration and then looking absolutely confused as to why he's, people were booing Roman. <laughs> he's like, he wants to tell him, he's like, they're booing you, right? They're they're not booing me because that they're not <laughs> supposed to boo me. I'm the rock. I'm the fucking rock. But yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we've come such a long way. Um, if that wasn't bad enough, though, reality stars the Bella Twins defeated lifelong professional wrestlers Paige and Natalia. Terrible times. They were awful times for women. Uh, again, look how far we've come. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. <laughs> I yeah, uh -oh. the Bellas used yeah. to beat everybody, and I was just like, the, the, you got like Paige and Natalia who've been wrestling literally since they were in the womb, right? And all of a sudden, it's just because you know they they're they're sleeping with the right people. <laughs> yeah, I hate to use that analogy, but I guarantee, like, please show me a different way of how why they climbed that ladder as fast as they did, right? Because afterwards, like, Cena's gone on to do other things. And, I mean, they do just keep coming back. They're coming back at the Rumble this weekend. But. Well, that's out of desperation from WWE from fucking releasing 400,000 people. <laughs> They're um, like, you know what? Let's just fucking release all these guys. This is budget cuts. And then some fucking intern walks in. Hey, I made these Royal Rumble flyers. Shit. <laughs> and now they had to fix it. Oh shit! We need thirty women. Crap! Uh, uh, somebody call Mayor Young. <laughs> Bruce, how many do we have? Uh, thirteen. Shit. Thirteen. <laughs> Is there any way we can flip that around and make it thirty-one? <laughs> Wait, does that include NXT? Yeah. Yes. Shit. <laughs> we release them too. More, actually. Yeah, more than everybody else. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, January 26, 2014, CM Punk made his final appearance in WWE, competing in the Royal Rumble match, and was eliminated by Kane and walked out on Raw the next night following a dispute with Vince McMahon and Triple H. Apparently, Vince had tears in his eyes. Sure. 
I don't know. I'm, the lab... I'm sure. Good. I'm sure he had more tears in his eyes back in August. Oh yeah, I was gonna say hell yeah for <laughs> sure. I was gonna say because well no, I mean I don't remember him fucking crying or having any kind of fucking bullshit tears in his eyes. But I mean if you go back to '96 when fucking Bret Hart was making his decision live on fucking Raw if he's gonna go to WCW or not, <laughs> then he was fucking crying. Oh thank God, Bret Hart's dead. I can fucking survive. <laughs> um, today in 2013. It was actually my first WWE pay-per-view in like two or three years. Um, The Rock won his first WWE championship in over 10 years, controversially ending CM Punk's historic 434-day reign at the Royal Rumble. I think it was the first time I'd ever booed The Rock. Like even when he was a heel back in the day, I enjoyed his work, but I booed The Rock because he ended Punk's reign. And I was with you. I just didn't. I was like, like, why? Makes no sense. Why? Like I said, I hadn't really been a WWE fan for a couple of years up until that point. But even I knew that did nothing for anybody but The Rock. Punk Punk was like, he should have main evented WrestleMania, finally. Finally, exactly. I also, is they didn't care. They, 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 their, their whole thing with them was, is we have this fucking thing to build. Let's put the, rock, the, the belt on The Rock so that way it's an even bigger moment and it's... it's this is that one match bullshit mentality. Yeah, and it, it was just because they wanted the WWE title on the line for Roxena 2, which was supposed to be once in a lifetime. Yeah, right. Um, what happened to that? But like, just, just make it a triple threat. And they almost did. Like, well, they teased it anyway, because like Punk had a match with Cena, uh, which Cena won. That was the only time he ever beat Punk. And then it was just Cena versus Rock. Hey. Punk goes out at WrestleMania and tries to kill himself against Taker just to make a point. True. I mean, okay, so here's here, here's how I would have flipped that. I mean, I I I still want Taker versus Punk. That's something that I would have wanted anyway. But, like, if they would have gone triple threat, would it have been that much worse? Like, I think maybe the match would have had a little bit more, like, grab to it. You know what I mean? You're more attention on it now. Now it's a triple threat. Now you actually have the people, the guy that the people want in there. You know, there's that mentality, and then you know what? Didn't The Rock get hurt in that match? Oh yeah, yeah, he really. So then maybe that, that wouldn't have fucking happened if somebody else who's used to taking these bumps would have been out there taking bumps. Yeah, like nobody wanted the match, and honestly, the match sucked. It was not very good. No, maybe that the was first because The Rock got injured. I don't know. I uh, yeah, sure. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, when when you're hurt and you're out of wearing shape, what the fuck are you supposed to do? But still, when you know, when all of a sudden there is no uh, momentum, there it's it's unwanted, as you perfectly put it. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, uh, and we've seen that with WrestleMania quite a few years running now. Oh yeah, it's getting abysmal. Case in point: Roman Triple H. Absolutely nobody wanted it. And it was at the end of like a seven, eight hour show. Nobody gave a shit and it went on for not, too long. Not a single one. <laughs> and oh, finally God. today in history in 2019, also at the Royal Rumble, Daniel Bryan defended a WWE championship against AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar defended the universal title against Finn Balor. And I think WWE cocked up by putting the men's Royal Rumble main as the main event 
because the women's match felt so much bigger with Becky getting added to the match and punching her ticket to WrestleMania. This was like right in the middle of her prime popularity spike. But they put the right. men on last. And nobody really cared when Seth won. I mean, no, no, no disrespect to Seth, but Becky's win was bigger. Well, yeah, I mean, they had fucking goddamn uh, Pat, Pat, not Pat Patterson, goddamn Finley oh, go out there and was like, no, 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 you okay, go in there. And no, it was like, it was a big ass moment. So like, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it, like, here's my whole thing. Yeah, if you got that thing planned, why wouldn't you make it the main? Yeah. Like that I, seems way more important than just a dude winning the rumble. She she got three big pops in one match. One because her music hit. Right. Two because she got added to the match, and three when she won. Exactly. She was just so fucking over as ridiculous. I think it was as soon as Lana got injured, everybody's like, "Shit, they're going to replace her with Becky." It's finally good because people suspected they were going to add Becky to the match somehow, especially after she lost the the women's title to Oscar earlier in the night. But. I love little things like that where you just kind of suspect it. They don't confirm it until right at the last minute. They don't do it very often. Usually they just spoil everything. Like they probably should, would have announced, oh, yeah, we're going to add Becky to the match. I mean, yeah, if that would have happened today yeah, or like <laughs> this week, maybe it was like, so Becky Lynch has been added. Like, what? 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 what you... Why, are you, why are you telling us? Like, why did you tell me? Um. So birthdays this week. Um. I mean, you said there's a lot. I got a you so we got maurice turned 39 tully blanchard turned 68 vince russo bro turned 61 uh zoe stark turned 28 Stu grayson turned 33 jay briscoe and larry d both turned 38 michelle mccool turned 42 the answer to life bj whitmer turned 44 honky tonk man turned 69 and it was sasha banks's 30th birthday yesterday nice you got more than that uh will hobbs Turned uh, 29 on the 23rd. Uh, Nigel McGinnis turned... God damn, my math is the shits. Uh, <laughs> Nigel McGinnis' birthday also on the 23rd. He was born 76. And then 1975, Tito Ortiz. Oh, Tito Ortiz. Don't talk to Mike Larkin about Tito Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta talk to Mike Larkin about Tito Ortiz. Why? <laughs> I, he just really doesn't like Tito Ortiz. Uh, from mainly his TNA run. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> I wouldn't like him then either, shit. <laughs> you kidding me? Okay, uh, before we get to our first match, let's uh, talk Beach Break. Last night, hell of a show. Um, I can't think of anything bad that happened. It was just a great show. We kicked off with a lot of match. Not even any entrances, just Cody and Sammy already in the ring. Um, there was a, a few big spots. We had a... Um, insane cutter from oh, Sammy Guevara. No. Oh, we had a crossroads after ladder, but that cutter was a thing of beauty. Oh my god! I um, I got into the TSK late. Had a lot to do. Had a lot on my plate. Freaking college is not fun, people. I'm not even in. <laughs> I have yet to take fucking classes yet, but all the setting up has been a pain in the ass. So I missed some of the stuff, but I went back and I watched a bunch of it. But literally the second I got in there to, to just say hi, oh my God, you got to see the Lantern Master. Everybody. And so I'm watching this thing. And yeah, I was. So when I first seen the cutter, I was like, you guys talking about like, the one that where fucking Sammy jumps over the barricade? It's like, that looks <laughs> like, like he hurt himself. Like that sucks, but whatever. But then I see the one where he fucking like leaps from ladder to ladder, hits this. It's. It's hit to perfection. 
And if it wouldn't have been hit any other way, somebody would have got really fucking hurt. Yeah, I think we need to give credit for Cody because he like jumped at just the right moment and they landed picture perfect. Yeah, it was stupendous. Um, we also had a crossroads after ladder. But what I love was how Sammy won by swinging the belt into Cody's face. Why has nobody ever thought of doing that before? 70 fucking ladder matches in WWE history, as we found out on Tuesday's Ring of Games. Right. Lord knows how many in other promotions, and I've never seen this finish before to a ladder match. <laughs> Just genius. It Hit is. Him with a belt, it, it, knock him off the ladder, pull the belt down. Fucking simplistic is, you know, <laughs> what, what do they say? Fucking keep it simple, stupid. So there you go. <laughs> it, it was beautiful work. I mean, I... the. I'm still thinking of that goddamn superplex where they're just oh, stalling, yeah. and I'm like, are you kidding me? But no, that thing was, it was an absolute fucking banger. Everybody's immediately thinking, oh, it's, it's Cody's going over, Corey's going over, whatever. He's got to, you know, he's got to pad his own belt. He's got to be, he's got to pad his own, uh, whatever the fuck. He's got to remain TNT title champ of the whole shit. And it, it was Sammy. And, and, and it's the right move. Sammy is... Way more, I don't want to say way more enjoyable as TNT champ. I think there's more out there for him as TNT champ is what it is. And this just builds fueling. Wow, I am not making English. This just continues (laughs) to to fuel the fire that is Cody turning heel. Which is is obviously coming. It's inevitable at this point. I'm saying hurry up and fucking push the button and like do it. Because heel Cody is going to be the shit. So, um, that that first cut you mentioned too off the barricade, Sammy did a great job of spinning and everything. It looked really cool, but then they just yeah they didn't quite hit the landing. Um, no. It was also a very risky move to do that close to people. Oh yeah, there's a dude <clears> right there. <throat> oh my god! <laughs> but uh, yeah, r- r- the right decision. I kind of suspected Sammy was going to win because they kept making a point of mentioning Sammy's never beat Cody. Yeah, they made emphasis <clears throat> of that. I think it was like what it's two and one now. Yeah, but hey, two you know, I still got a dub and I got the belts. So yeah, I, and like I said, I think there's more for Sammy to do as TNT champion. He's uh, on a great rise. He's he's hard as hell right now, but he's there's still so much potential. It's scary. Oh yeah, that's the that's the great thing. That's the great thing that he's he's another one of those of the pillars of where he is right now. Like a upper mid, like a, he's probably still like a mid card ish, maybe upper echelon, upper mid card kind of thing, and he's only improving with bet with more title matches. He'll even be higher up on that upper mid card, close to being a main eventer. I'm sure of it. By next year, he'll probably be in the world title picture. Yeah, by by the end of this year, or maybe next year, I wouldn't be surprised if Sammy becomes our male of the year at the Maxis. I'm down. Um. We also had Punk and MJF segments. Uh, Punk was advertised to come out and speak, but he comes out ready to fight. He does cut a promo. Then MJF comes out, and <clears throat> I actually didn't realize at the time that MJF was like, we're going back to 2014 when Punk left and everything, and it was like literally the anniversary of Punk leaving. But uh, MJF took a few shots. We finally got the match set up for next week. Um Bold prediction, I don't know if it is bold. It's probably actually a very popular prediction right now. MJF's going to beat Punk in Chicago, and the fans are going to want to murder him. It's called heat, baby. You, I mean, if you know how to do it the right way like MJF does, this is this is exactly how it ends. 
I've said this for weeks. This is why these guys are here. This is why a CM Punk, this is why Daniel Bryan is here. Because Daniel Bryan, or Redry, excuse me, he put <laughs> over Hangman. Yeah, and you saw twice. how, and now, twice, exactly. And people think Hangman's stale and this and that. He doesn't have the fucking star power, blah, 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 blah. Wait for him and fucking Lance Archer to go bananas, and then all that's going to go away, and everybody's going to shut the fuck up again. But now, now it's Punk's turn. And I've always said that the first loss that Punk has to take has to be one to build somebody right to the upper echelon world title picture. And that's got to be MJF. He's already on his way there. There's yeah. no better heel right now to beat him, to, I mean, to beat Hangman than MJF. I, you can make the argument for Archer. You really can. But unfortunately, he's going to get his, what, fourth fucking title loss? Yeah. So... I mean, it is what it is, but like, it's this is this is helping the rise of MJF. Yeah, I I love Hangman's reaction in that little video package. Oh, by the way, it's a Texas Death Match. What? What? <laughs> you fucking what now? Um. So yeah, Pinnacle beat down Punk. Um. There was a great comparison of MJF like sat on top of Punk, a la Kenta. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, the, the reaction MJF get, is going to get in Chicago when he beats Punk is going to make Cena in ECW look like a presidential inauguration. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a way to spin that. That's perfect. But, I mean, I got to give some fucking goddamn credit to fucking Cash Wheeler over there fucking doing. I was like, could you not right now? Like, I'm over here thinking, I'm like, how the hell can these guys be the NWO? Like, how can I spit, spin this and make you guys the NWO? I can't. But that was just awesome. Yeah. Um, we're also seeing cracks in the inner circle, though. Um, Santana and Ortiz seem to want nothing to do with Jericho. It's, it's I, well, they feel held back. Who can blame them? You know, mm. these guys were supposed to come in. They were supposed to be tag team champs. They were supposed to help run the tag division, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. And they've kind of just been guys in the background. And it sucks. Um, I'm I'm still a fan. In no way am I dogging on what they've done or what they haven't done yet. I've always liked them with Jericho. I don't see the point of them not being with Jericho. But then I got to see some more action by them, just them doing them. And it's like, okay, well, you know, fucking maybe they should be, you know, on their own. But then, then again, Jericho with the fucking Judas effect to help them win the match. How who really needs who? Yeah, is now the question. I don't get why they would have been DQ'd if the ref had seen that Judas effect because, like, partners hit the opponents all the time in a tag match. Thank you. Would it really have made a difference if Aubrey had seen it? Well, I mean, then he looked like he was getting ready to walk out. So, I mean, what does that mean? He disqualifies himself the second he walks off the apron because that makes no <laughs> sense. He hit, he hit the Judas effect, and Jim Ross was like, oh, it's Lucky the ref didn't see that. I'm like, wait, did he get? Is this an elimination match or something? Did I miss something? Why would he? Why? What? It's times like this where I'm glad I don't hear everything Jr. says, because I would definitely yeah. be like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I mean, he definitely sounded better than last week. Yeah, definitely healthier for sure. Um, drinking so, the tea. Uh, yeah, drinking the tea. Uh, Layla Hirsch defeated Red Velvet. First off, how the fuck is Velvet rated number one? Where, where did that come from? Fucking dark and elevation, bro. 
Yeah. Dark and elevation. This is the this is the thing. This is like people are getting these rankings, and if you're not paying attention to all of their stuff, you don't know why people are ranked as high as they are. And it's uh like because I I thought the same exact thing. I said, why in the living shit is fucking red velvet even ranked in the top a hundred? You know, they don't even have a hundred women on the fucking roster, but still, why the fuck is she even ranked in the top hundred? But she was number one, and Layla Hirsch shut that down. I like Layla Hirsch. Yeah. I, but again, you all, you know me. I like the fucking shooter mentality. Anybody with a legit background already has like an upper, you know, upper edge with me. Yeah. And, but she's awesome. But she's also like four foot nine, <laughs> which is great. That that just means she can hit low. Hey, that's that's a perfect manager. I'll tell you what. She's like what four nine, and now she's gonna be shooting with Chris Datlander, who's up there. At least a fucking like five nine. Uh, yeah, but it was nice to see. Chris Statlander's just feuding with everybody lately. She's, she's still got unfinished business with um, Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, that's good. Get her out there. Yeah, nice, nice to see her on a rise. But uh, speaking of Britt Baker, her promo segment. Um, we've seen much better from Britt. They, it just seemed to be like going through the motions last night, and it didn't really seem to have a point other than giving Brit something to do. Yeah, just go out there and talk about how you know you got awarded this and you got awarded that, and go out there and make a Cleveland's Browns joke, and then go home. Yeah, I, I mean, I think she's a great heel and she's great on the mic, but if you're gonna just do a segment on with a promo just for the hell of it, I would rather see her just wrestle somebody. Well, not only that, but I mean, if you're going to do, if you're going to waste seven, eight minutes of my time, cut it fucking stupid short and do a backstage segment. Yeah. Even Get the Tony, hot points out and move on. Even Tony, who's like Brit's biggest fan, just stood in the corner looking kind of bored. Oh, yeah. Bored for sure. I mean, it, it's a lot better than being outside and having the your hands frozen to the microphone, but still. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um it, it, I mean, it didn't really help that most of the promo was just like taking cheap shots at Cleveland. That's all it is. It was more. It's it's a lot less her going out there and actually just being a good promo, and more of let's go get some cheap heat. Yeah, and I get cheap heat. It it it's cheap. It's easy to get. Hell, fucking MJF reverts back to it constantly, but he also does it strategically where that's not his entire promo base. Yeah. So. I think he does it when he's already getting booed and he just takes a cheap shot to get a louder boo. Well, yeah, he's just like, you know, if you guys are going to boo me, watch this. <laughs> right. And it works. With her, she just, her immediate jabs are like, oh, well, I guess I have to be here in Cleveland. And Baker Mayfield got sacked nine times. And mm. yeah. We, we've seen better, but uh, just give her, give her a match instead next time. Yeah. Maybe. See, yeah, let's see some grapples, some wrestlings. Uh, but then, and then like let that, her cut a dumbass three, four minute promo. <laughs> also, like, where, where's her entourage? If she yeah, goes out there on her own. Where's, where's Reba? Oh, yeah, where, where's Reba at? And uh, it's like a Jamie Hater. I don't know where to be found. Uh, but main event, lights out match. I'm loving these lights out matches. I love the whole concept God. of like, we're going to black the lights out for a second and then everything else is legal. 
Yep, we are not. What does fucking Justin Roberts say? We are not responsible, responsible. for the damages caused during it, this match. But here's your main event. Like, it, okay. It, it makes unsanctioned matches more unique because when you say unsanctioned, we all know it's actually sanctioned because obviously it's a fucking storyline. It's right. scripted. There's no such thing as an unsanctioned match in wrestling. It's all sanctioned, but it, it lights out. The whole concept makes it make more sense. It does, and it, it gives it a nice, uh, uh, a darker feel, I guess. Yeah. Um, a lot more fun. But the, the biggest surprise in the match was just... Dan Housen popping up. Dan Housen, <laughs> and he cursed goddamn Adam Cole, and that's why Adam Cole lost. And nobody ever, nobody talks about that. Part. He's <sighs> fucking just, he's all fucking grabbing for a chair, and I'm like, oh no, this is where Johnny comes out, and here comes fucking Dan Housen giving me old fucking, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's it. That is, BTE's about to be bananas now. Oh, Are you kidding yes. me? BTE's going to be the funniest fucking thing on YouTube. And I've only seen like clips of Danhausen be, um, because I don't really follow Ring of Honor that much. But the very Fucking first clip I ever saw of him, I was sold in like fifteen seconds. He's because... he he does his character so well, and it's like you, oh God, okay. So when I first saw the guy, I'm like, who? What the? I was like half the geeks on the internet this morning. Who in the what is a Danhausen? <laughs> Once I found out, I'm like, I fucking love this guy. I want, I need him in, in AEW yesterday. Yeah. But that's, but that's today. This is, this is today when something cool happens to the people that give a shit. All the people that I don't know who he is, and that's their argument. I don't Look give a up. fuck if you don't know who he is. Like, Google is a Dan thing. Oh yeah, Google is definitely a thing. Come on now. Um. In like the first 15 seconds of me ever seeing him, I went from, okay, I wasn't expecting this to, that's fucking brilliant. That is He's genius. It's just the gold. voice. The voice makes you want to speak like Dan Housen. Yeah, that was <laughs> the fucking man. <laughs> oh, man, he's going to have so much fun in AEW. Um, and to the people who don't know anything about him or who he is, I did actually share a video this morning on the Max Wrestling group. It's literally three minutes long, and it tells you everything you need to know about Dan Perfect. Howard. He's the fucking man. That's all you need to know. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Which also, uh, and, and not to overlook this fact, okay? So, yes, he, he Dan Housen is here. BT's going to be funny. There's going to be funny bits. He's going to be popping out of everywhere. I swear to God, he's going to be popping out of everywhere. It's going to be hilarious. But this only opens a door for more Ring of Honor people. We yeah. got Brody. We got Dan Housen. I'm fucking calling for some of the luchadors to come over, dude. Where's fucking Roosh? Where's goddamn um, Bandito? Where the fuck are these guys at? Where the fuck's Jonathan Gresham? Where the fuck are you, bro? Oh, he's traveling, Gresham. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, we've had Jay Lethal, but he kind of disappeared again. Um, a lot of dark. He's on. He's done dark a lot. Yeah, he did get a mention on Dynamite last night, though, so we're expecting to see him on the A-Show again soon. Uh, but as far as the match he, itself he's goes... He's got a match on Rampage against... Yeah. Uh, okay, the B-Show. There you go. <laughs> um, That's way better than the other B-Show. Yeah. Well, I mean, AEW got an A to D-Show. Fucking A. Um, as far as the match itself goes, actually kind of surprising Orange Cassidy got the win, but when you say Dan Housen cursed Adam Cole, that makes more sense. 
Yep. Um, and then at the same time, it was because it was unsanctioned. You know, this actually does not go against Adam Cole's record, so him right. losing doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. You know, we, you always forget that with unsanctioned matches. Uh, officially, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually more surprised. Orange Cassidy hit a his own Panama Sunrise, and it was beautiful. Okay. So if I'm not mistaken, and please, for somebody, anybody in the world, if I'm wrong, correct me. But I swear to God, I swear to God, there was a time and a place way back in the indie days where a young Adam Cole teamed with a young Orange Cassidy. Probably. I believe they were called the Beach Boys. That's great. Yeah, or the was it or the pan was it the pan, or the Panama Boys something like that, something of of the of that sort. But I I swear to God, I swear to God, they were a team at one point or another. Somebody had mentioned it. I I, I want to say it was like an Excalibur or something, and it was like a mention like last year kind of a mention. So. And that's why, I, I mean, I popped at that, and I was like, because I even kept asking, I kept asking the guys, I was like, please, one of you fucking guys like that follow indies a lot more than I do, somebody confirm this shit. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if it was like, if it was PWG, if it was like, uh, I'm trying to think of a Florida-based promotion that they could have did it in, and none of them are coming to mind, at least not any fucking that are any good. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't Certainly know. not FCW. No, I was going to say, I was like, that's the only one that comes to mind. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Um, Google is a thing, but it's like looking for a needle in a haystack. Oh, never mind. Uh, I might be out of my mind then. Okay, I'm just having a quick look. I can't really see, but uh, we'll, we'll confirm at a later date. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, then moving on. Let's find out who's leaving Podcast Promo Rumble 7 as the television champion. Is the original champ, Moses, about to become the first two-time champ? Or is Phoenix going to set a new record next week by one day? He's currently on day 31. The record is 37. Um, All right. It's very simple. It's five questions. Um, You have one minute to answer them. The round ends when you answer all five questions or when the one minute expires. Gotcha. Okay, hold on. I want to set a cool timer so I can have my. Oh, you got your own timer. Moment. I want my own timer. <laughs> just, I swear to God, just because I'm like, I swear one of these days, bro, I'm like, if I don't actually get a goddamn real. Or you would put your goddamn phone on the screen. I could. You hook me up with the timer. Okay. Uh, when the time is up, we will hear this noise. Beautiful stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, let's take a look. So, one minute. Beautiful. Let's hit the switch. Time starts now. Which celebrity has been announced for this year's Royal Rumble? Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Who was controversially named a legend by WWE on SmackDown? Summer Rae. Yes. Who won the 2009 Royal Rumble? Oh, shit. Uh, Pass. Randy Orton. In what year did a women's Royal Rumble take place for the first time? Women's Rumble 2016. 2018. Shit. 
what was WWE's short-lived first pay-per-view of the year from 2005 to 2007? Taboo Tuesday? New Year's Revolution. Uh, 18 seconds remaining. Uh, mm. Score of two. Well, not too sure. Um, let's see how the Phoenix does. Okay, your time starts... Now, which former NXT champion was defeated this week by Austin Fury? Uh, pass. Finn Balor. Who is the current Intercontinental Champion? Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. Who won the 1995 Royal Rumble match? Shawn Michaels. Yes. In what year did The Rock win the Royal Rumble? 2000. Yes. New Japan's biggest event of the year traditionally takes place on what date in January? January 4th. Yes. Four out of five. Mm, nice. And you still have 25 <clears throat> seconds on the clock. Cool. Congratulations. It's still fucking Christmas. Fuck this guy. It's still fucking Phoenix has ruined New Year. Son of a bitch. Actually, Phoenix, oh, well. has, ruined, Phoenix has ruined Valentine's Day. You know what? So here's my gimmick. So you know what? That's fine. Good for him. He got four out of five. I didn't get there. Here's my dilemma. Where's your promo, Haas? Well, there is a 30-day defense period, but it can be extended a little bit if there's a title defense close to those 30 days. So he, he was on day 31 today, so we gave yes, him a little bit Mantis. of a break. But uh, there will be one due in February, Phoenix, because Romania is not till the end of March. So there you go. get working on your promo. Um. All right. I mean, it was it was close. We had four versus two, but tis all right. Tis. Sometimes people say stupid shit on the internet, particularly oh, wrestling fans. Ladies and gentlemen, it's tough being a wrestling fan. This is shit. Mark say. <laughs> Can you believe the shit these marks say? Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. First up, we have Shallow Hal. Okay. Uh, this little comment thread I found on a wrestling headline site. It wasn't actually posted on social media or, or anything. Um, no, Chad, it wasn't Pornhub, despite the color scheme of the comment section. So, <clears throat> Shallow Hal says, unpopular opinion number 37. I'd rather see a nice-looking woman who's mediocre at wrestling than a large woman who's good at it. Referring to Piper Niven. So the first response he got was, so you like to get off to mediocre models trying to wrestle rather than watching a real match with someone that happens to be bigger. Very good point. Shallow Hell replies, get off, lol. No, I have a wife, thank you very much. I just know the difference between a real sport and an entertainment company. In a legit fight, I couldn't care less what the fighters look like. If I want to be entertained, large people don't do it for me. It's not rocket science. He kind of contradicted himself, but his hey, second I'm... reply was, you're watching wrestling. You'd rather see a bad wrestler that you find attractive than a good wrestler who is bigger. I'm confused as to what attractiveness has to do with wrestling. Again, very good point. I'll, I'll say his name because he's got a good point. Jimmy Kenny. That of what? Sh- Shallow Hal then again contradicts himself. Dude, I literally just explained why in my previous post. No, no, no. You contradicted yourself in your previous you. response. <laughs> the guy's making no sense. 
and they don't care that they don't make no sense. No, it, that's so the worst it, part. His first take was bad enough, and it was very shallow. Hence the name Shallow Hal. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to defend it by completely going against what he just said. So he said that he said it's not about size, but it was originally. So what what what, what exactly do you want, Shallow Hal? Right. Yeah. The, the it's like we get it, bro. You're you're mad because you don't like big ladies, and this big lady's good, and then somebody caught your argument that you don't like big people. It's whatever. Fuck right off then. And then your response is it has nothing to do with size, but it does because that's what you just said. Because you just bitched about. <laughs> Speaking of size, the next one comes from Skinny Larusso, which uh, which I named him because he looks a bit like Danny Larusso. Hilarious. And it's very simple. Uh, somebody posted a picture. Uh, Matt Hardy actually posted a picture of him and Jeff when they were both world champions at the same time. And Skinny LaRusso says, Hardy boys need to go back to WWE. You suck in other promotions. Let's just go back to uh, Broken Matt. Heartless fucking impact. Probably one of the hardest things in wrestling at the time. WWE jumped on it and they fucked it up. They jumped all over it and said, hey, let's make it our own. And they went, they even brought over the fucking dudes that helped fucking create the fucking broken universe, and they didn't get any yeah. say in what happened. They they also brought in Senior Benjamin and did nothing with it. Oh, they, yeah, Senior Benjamin. They tried to recreate the, the cinematic matches that Matt had kind of established in Impact. Eh. Terrible. Terrible stuff. I think the problem was they tried to control it too much. You just you just got to let Matt run with it if you wanted to succeed. That's, that's see, that's the thing. They don't understand nothing about that. They just think that everything we control will work perfectly. Yes. No matter Not what real. you say, it's going to work for us. Not realizing that the more you control it, the more you fuck it up. Um. Finally, bliss. This one comes from cartoon John Cena, Monkey Guy. <laughs> That, that's his image, and I, I just don't understand it. But, uh, so first of all, he spelled A-W-A-W-E. Aw. Aw is literally copying WWE at this point, and it's sad. Doing a Daniel Bryan versus Dean Ambrose feud between two former WWE guys. That company is so sad, and it shows they won't last. If you can't see the problem, then you don't understand how pro wrestling works. No, you don't understand how pro wrestling works, Hammer, because the fact of the matter is, is fucking matches between people literally go from promotion to promotion. If you fucking opened your eyes like ever once, there were dudes from fucking WWF, early WWF, that would have fucking that exact same match 200 fucking times a year. Mm -hmm. Like this, this when you're fucking stupid. And then you're willing to turn around and, and think you're smart on the same time. It just shows ignorance. <laughs> Absolute that, ignorance. That is the whole basis of shit, Mark. Say when you're stupid, oh. but you try to look smart. Uh, cartoon John Cena oh. monkey guy obviously didn't see how WWE tried to recreate the Kevin Owens, uh, Sami Zayn feud over and over and over again. And it was never as good as it was in Ring of Honor. No, Never as I mean, brutal as it was in Ring of Honor. Let's see. Let's think of let's think of feuds that WWE's taken from outside of the realm, shall we? So immediately you have Kev, you have Kevin Owens versus Sammy uh, Sammy Zayn, aka El Generico versus Kevin Steen. Yeah. Um, does anybody remember? I don't know WrestleMania when they had to make fun. Well, not make fun of when they had to do the repeat from Wrestle Kingdom Ten. 
Shinsuke Nakamura and, and versus AJ Styles. Oh, how it failed. Exact. Thank you very much. How you go from a five plus star match to why did this have to happen? The drizzling uh, shits. Absolute drizzling shits. Bobby Lashley versus uh, fucking Drew McIntyre from Impact. They had to redo that one. Uh, let's see here. Colin uh, O'Reilly. Kyle. Yep. Colin O'Reilly from NXT. They had to redo that one. A fucking few they had in Ring of Honor that spilled into New Japan. There's so many. That it's. I can. I mean, it's literally not that hard to find them all. I could figure them all out in a matter of seconds. But that's the fucking problem. You guys don't see the shit they bring from the outside in, but you, sir, the fuck, see the shit. This happened in WWE one time. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Watch it be a million times better. Right? Fucking hell. And so just because we got these two stars that used to be in WWE, but we're on the indies first, by the way. Uh, Brian Danielson and John Moxley, they're not supposed to face each other in AEW. Why? Just because they used to, they had an opportunity to, or they did wrestle one time in the E for fucking many, many years before they got to said E, they were on the indies doing what they needed to do. Where were you bitching about shit then? Cause you're not That's so fucking shut up. Like, God, it's get like, this is what gets fucking annoying. You and then that's the thing too. They claim to be this. Well, you don't know shit about pro wrestling. If you don't understand that you don't get pro wrestling, bro, you, you watch the E. <laughs> the E has not been pro. I don't even know when, if, if the E has ever really been pro wrestling. Okay. It is sports entertainment through and through. Sports entertainment is not professional wrestling, but professional wrestling can be sports entertainment. Because if I'm sports entertained, you know, if I'm entertained via sports, it works that way. But they're not in any way professional wrestling. No. So, fucking knock it off. Uh, and here's the thing. They have actually faced each other before on the indies. See? Son of a bitch. Uh, in Dragon Gates in 2010. And there I'm you go. pretty sure it was a fucking banger. And there's marks right now tapping as hard as they can. What's a Dragon Gate? <laughs> Um, so I'm I'm looking at this on Cage Match, uh, the Internet Wrestling Database, and it gets votes from fans for the match rating. It has an average rating of eight point three eight out of ten. Yeah, fucking shit, that's good. So yeah, that that must have been a banger. So there you go. It it, it happened before WWE. So shut the fuck up, uh, cartoon John Cena monkey guy. Dumb shit. All right, up next, it is time for our first two promo exhibitions. This one came about at Promo Series 7, 6, sorry, back in November, when The Shape called out Cypher. Promo Series 7 is this year. Um, we haven't seen Cypher for six months, but he's coming back with some attitude. It's Cypher versus The Shape, first time ever. Six months. It's been six months since I've been in promo competition. 
six long hard months of rebuilding, recalculating, resetting, reformatting, whatever you want to call it. Six months. Now, that may not be long enough for some of you, but in six months times, you got a lot to think about. Now, was I planning on returning to promo competition anytime soon? Yeah. Now, with that said, my first opponent just happens to be the shape. He called me out six months ago, or maybe a little bit shorter time period. I don't remember. I really don't care. I've never faced the shape. I know all about the shape. I've seen what he does. Honestly, he's just, he's just like any other human. He's nothing more. He's not no God. He ain't no shapeshifter. He ain't nothing. He's just another person who's confused about who he really is. Well, we know he might be confused about his gender at this point. We don't know. I gotta tell you something, Shape. I never expected for you to call me out. Like, I was maybe expecting the Walker or Moses Marquez, maybe Larkin, who, who, maybe the Demoness for all I give a shit, but you decided to come for me at my lowest point. Now, listen, it's been a while since I cut a promo and I really don't give a shit about your accomplishments. I don't give a shit about what you've done in the past. This is a new year and this is a new me. And I gotta say, for you to call me out is a blessing, but it's also your curse. See, this ain't the same cipher that you've seen in the past. I've done a lot of thinking. I've done a lot of self-destruction and a lot of self-building and I've come to terms to realize that This, this promo, whatever you want to call it, this league of extraordinary gentlemen and gentlewomen, it needs reformatting. It needs to be recasted. It needs change. It needs me as its champion. See... I'm unlike anything you've ever faced. Like, we get it. My name means nothing. My word means everything. What have I really done here? I've done enough to know that people know my name and I know that people know what I'm capable of now. Have I really blossomed into the superstar that I need to be? No. I've honestly did that the whole back. I've studied each and every opponent I went up against. But I realize there's no studying against someone like the shape. You're either ready for him or you're not. I know, I've seen it hands down. I know what he's capable of. And yeah, he's probably going to come at me saying my accolades don't mean shit to him, that I've not done enough, that I'm not good enough. But what have you done? You're just a knockout fucking Gumby. You can't make up. You can't make up your mind who you want to be. Like, 
Hell, for all we know, you could be a rectangle one day, a triangle the next, a circle the next day. Like, is your mind that fucked up that you can't decide who you are, shape? Are you really going to sit there and look me in my eyes and tell me that you have it all together when you don't? Allow me to be your therapist. Allow me to just be a friend. Whatever title is on the line, whatever title you decide to come up with, whatever you decide to do, let me be first and foremost. Let me be clear. Yeah, I'm back in promo competition. And yeah, I'm back and better than ever. But be forewarned. And this is not only a warning to you, Shape, but this is a warning to every last one of you. I never said I was coming back alone. <sighs>
but I'm not going to pick you up. You want to make a name for yourself. Now is the time to stand up. Let me show you. No. 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 I don't need you for this. I need you for something else. It wasn't the captain who faced Mike Larkin. It wasn't the captain who faced the demoness. It wasn't the captain who faced Travis Anderson or Moses Marquez or Robert Davis. It was the shape. We've shared these opponents. Now we finally shared a spotlight. The captain and I may share a soul, but he doesn't speak for me. The reason I called you out is simple. We almost faced each other last year at this very event. But the public chose Chris Durham over you and Daniel Crimmins. I beat Chris Durham, and then Daniel Crimmins came calling, but you, you never called your shot. You never came after me. You went after Robert Davis, and you went after Mike Larkin, but you never came for the shape. Why? Was it fear, or was it disrespect? Did you think the shape wasn't good enough for you? Enough. We need people. We need Corey. <laughs> we need to be respected. Let them fear you, so long as they respect you. We are done letting people walk away. What are you talking about? <laughs> You don't need me for this. Maybe you don't need me at all. Maybe it's time you earned my help. You know what you have to do. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. This is the voice of Killer Cross. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. You are watching Max. Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take it to the Max. We're about to take it to the Max. And we're about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the madhouse. Welcome to the madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the madhouse. Welcome back to Podcast Promo Rumble 7. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow. We are literally everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Hard Bay, you name it, we're there. Now, for the Knowledge Championship, uh, Phoenix selected Travis the Walker Anderson as his opponent. 
It is three stages of knowledge. Let's find out if Travis can finally win some trivia gold. All right, so for the knowledge championship, it is three rounds of knowledge. Now, here's a little bit of a twist of fate. Um, Phoenix, obviously, I wrote your questions. Travis, your questions were written by Moses. Oh, fucking figures. <laughs> you know, you know, Moses, he's been bitching about wanting to write questions since <laughs> since I started with Max Wrestling. You know? <laughs> so I, I, I've been waiting and dreading this day. But, but I've prepared for it just in case. Because I know there's going to be some damn New Japan shit and I don't know nothing about it. So for the past week, ever since I found out about this, I, I've been like trying to research on some New Japan shit. So hopefully uh, I do all right. <laughs> for all you know, Moses has written you really easy ones and Daz has written me next to impossible ones. <laughs> really it's hard to ones. tell, honestly. <laughs> hey, knowing Moses, he, he he's going to get pissed if I win the Knowledge <laughs> Championship. Uh, he, he gets mad. <laughs> I think that would make you a Grand Slam champion. Well, not yet because I, I don't have the uh, the TV yet. Oh yeah, or or the Iron Bank. It'd make you a Triple Crown, no? Uh, well, I'm already what, Triple what, Crown. I got what about, MVP. You know what? what about Golden Slam? <laughs> yeah, okay, it'll definitely be Golden Slam. That would <laughs> yeah. be promo world knowledge. We we don't really include the group MVP in the Grand Slam, but <laughs> I I do I do I, I just need to win the tournaments. Yes, um, yeah. yeah, you won everything else. All right. Mm. Um, first round is bell to bell. Oh, so I'll give you two matches. All you got to do is tell me which one lasted the longest. You'll have twenty seconds to answer. When the time is up, you will hear this familiar little noise. There we go. There you go. Now it works. <laughs> okay. Let's get going. Challenger first. So, Travis, you have two Jeff Hardy matches. Ah, shit. Hopefully one of them's carrying cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. First question, uh, first match. Undertaker versus Jeff Hardy in the ladder match on Raw for the Undisputed Championship. And Jeff Hardy versus Edge at Judgment Day 2009. Which one lasted the longest? Um, that that ladder match with uh, Undertaker was pretty good and lasted a good hot minute. I'm going to go with that. All right, just stop the clock with three seconds to spare. Okay, Taker and Jeff was 17 minutes, 58 seconds. And Jeff versus Edge was 21 minutes, 47 seconds. Only a few minutes in it. All right, Phoenix, your question. Uh, you have two Drew McIntyre matches. Okay. Match number one, uh, Drew McIntyre versus Cesaro at Backlash uh, 2020. And Drew McIntyre versus Lashley at Hell in a Cell. 2020, which one lasted the longest? Mm. I want to say Hell in a Cell, but I think Cesaro and Drew would have gone on longer. 
I'll say the one with Cesaro. Okay, just in time. You're going with Cesaro. That match was 27 minutes, 35 seconds. And Drew versus Lashley in Hell in a Cell was 25 minutes, 45 seconds. <laughs> just like two second, uh, two minutes in it. Points to mm. Phoenix. Uh, next round is the finisher. Uh, we haven't played this one for a long, long time, but basically I'm going to give you a finishing move. All you got to do is tell me who it belongs to. Uh, so again, challenger first, Travis. Your finishing move is the snare trap. Shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Moses wrote it. Yeah. I'm trying to think Moses. Uh, Five seconds. Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher. Know. Yeah. That sounds technical, something like he would do. I don't know. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I didn't know it, but when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It was actually Jungle Boy. Ah, damn. So, Phoenix, your finishing move is the Banzai drop. Okay, that's a trick question. But I'm going to go there with Yokozuna. There is two possible answers. It, you can have yeah. either one. I'm going to go with Yokozuna. It is Yokozuna, yes, or Rikishi. Rikishi. Okay, that's two points. And we end the the, uh, the knowledge championship with quickfire questions. You will each have one minute to answer as many questions as possible. Phoenix, of course, you have a two-point head start. So, Travis, up first. Oh, hell, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these were all written by Moses. Oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like this is where the... Uh, New Japan is going to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your one minute begins. Now, who has the most IWGP junior heavyweight title rings? Uh, Jushin Thunder Liger? Yes. Who was the first TNA world champion? Uh, Kurt Angle? Yes. Brock Lesnar played for what NFL franchise? I actually just saw this the other day. Uh, Vikings. <laughs> yes, Minnesota Vikings. In 1992, this man defeated Vader to become the first African-American world champion. Uh, uh, shit. Um, Tony Atlas? Ron Simmons. Ron Who Simmons, yeah. DDP for the Lord of the Ring? Pass. Eddie Guerrero. Who was referred to as a lethal weapon? Pass. Steve Blackman. Who did The Undertaker defeat to win his second world championship? I'll let you answer the question. What was it? Who did The Undertaker defeat to win his second world championship? Um... Don't know. Uh, Sean Michaels. I don't know. It was Psycho Sid. Uh, but you scored three. Uh, so, Phoenix, you need one to tie, two to win. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your one minute begins. 
Now, who infamously had a gun in a 1997 Raw segment with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Brian Pillman. Yes. Pentagon, Rich Swan, and Jeff Hardy have all won which championship? Uh, light heavyweight. Impact World Championship. Batista's entrance song, I Walk Alone, is by which band? Survivor. Yes. Ethan Page formed what tag team with Josh Alexander, which is also a cardinal direction? Pass. The North. Earl Hebner has a brother who is also a referee with what first name? Dave. Yes. Who did Page defeat to become the first NXT Women's Champion? Emma. Yes. Who was the first person to face Undertaker at WrestleMania in a Hell in a Cell match? Big Boss Man. Yes. Jonathan Grisham currently holds which world championship? Pass. Ring of Honor. Which <laughs> AEW women's star is billed from the Andromeda Galaxy? Not a clue. Pass. I know it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Can I get a point if I get it right? You know what? I will actually give you a point. <laughs> Chris Statlander. Yes. <laughs> so final score is 6-3. No, 6-4, actually. You got the bonus point for Chris Statlander. 6-4 is the final score. Damn. Which means, congratulations, Phoenix. You are still the knowledge champion. We're going to smoke in the competition. I, I, I hardly ever expect to win these. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I've compared from what I've done today and uh, to like the first 20 times I did trivia. <laughs> I, I'm getting better and I have hope now. I have yeah. hope. Now. I have yeah. Hope. Four is a good score. Yeah. Um, so, Phoenix, that puts you on. Day, well, you're still on day 157 uh, in this reign. Overall, all your four reigns, you are currently on day 454. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so you're, you're just under halfway to Mike's all-time <laughs> combined record, which is 1,062. <laughs> you know, I, I have my doubts. I'll catch his longest reign of 600 and some odd days, but uh, if I can... <laughs> surpass his overall then i'll be happy oh wait well actually i'm counting this from the day we recorded it which is tuesday but actually it's thursday so um tomorrow you will surpass your own highest reign with with 160 (laughs) days so congratulations to the phoenix and my mistake it was um seven for the final score not six four but um travis also got the bonus points at the end because Phoenix has already won, so I let him answer Phoenix's last question, which he got wrong for an extra point. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, it was 7-4, not 6-4. That's what I get for counting in my head and asking questions at the same time. I, I guess it's true. Men can't multitask, unless you're the Phoenix carrying around 22 fucking championships. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> okay, okay. Time for Royal Rumble predictions. God help us. All right. <laughs> so we got the two Rumble matches plus four other matches. Uh, let, let's kick it off with the only match really that isn't for anything. A mixed tag match, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Maurice. I thought this would have made more sense if my previous prediction was correct and Miz had beat Edge at day one. But Edge got the win, so it, it makes this one tougher to call, really. 
but do we just go with Edge and Beth? I would say we kind of have to go with Edge and Beth. Um, I mean, at the same time, yeah, it's like, why did you guys do that? You could have let it just like the Miz one, and then this is the sweet moment, you know, because Edge gets his wife back, and now there's cool memes of him looking all shocked <laughs> that she's back and all this shit. So, but I mean, at the same time, what was the last time anybody gave a shit when Miz lost back to back? Right. Uh, Phoenix probably celebrated. Oh, well, there you go. So then, um, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with Edge and Beth. I just, uh, I mean, I could absolutely see them totally go Miz and Maurice just to be the ultimate dickheads. But no, I'll, I'll stick with, uh, with Edge and Beth. Yeah. Um, they just seem to be making Miz and Maurice look stupid on a weekly basis. So, Which they don't seem to mind. <laughs> now, Miz is very good at looking stupid. Yes, that, that, <laughs> that I can, everybody can attest to. Uh, the Raw women's title is on the line. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Piper Niven. We refuse to call her other name. It's Piper Niven. Um, seems pretty easy. Becky. Unfortunately, I mean, this is the problem. You can't put people over. You can't make new stars. You can't keep it going. So, yeah, it's you have to keep what's going going. So it's, it'll be Becky. It, it seems stupid how they kind of just pluck a random different challenger when you're already like in a feud. Mm-hmm. So like you, you know, the champion's going to retain because they got unfinished business. Yeah, with, with two of the possible winners of the Rumble, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay, we got. I'm so confused by this one because what brand is Saffron? Do you know what, dude? I was gonna ask you. Okay, I was gonna ask <laughs> you what fucking brand this guy's on, but I thought he was on Raw. Apparently, he's on SmackDown. I guess he's on SmackDown because he's got a shot for the Universal Title, even though he won't fucking win it anyway. Because uh, I literally. I've been saying this for like a year. The only guy that's going to beat him is going to be his cousin. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, we're fucking a couple of months away from uh, from WrestleMania. And I haven't heard of this guy taking on any new projects. Uh, He's no, literally been hanging out drinking tequila. <laughs> the the last life. thing I knew he was making was Black Adam, but I think they may have like finished that. It's well, finished fin- filming anyway. Got to be finished by now. So that's a possibility. We've also got the possibility, of course, of Roman and Brock unifying the titles, which is fine. We can uh, do that before we get to Mania. That'd be yeah. That, if you guys, if that's what wants to be done, yeah, do it before Mania. Un- unless, unless there's a huge upset, and we'll get to the other title match right now. But uh, yeah, I think Roman is an easy win. Um, the Usos are barred from ringside, but I don't. I think that's just like a red herring. Roman's going to win anyway. Right. Somebody will come also out and help him. Why? Why are we doing this? Seth freaking Rollins name. Why? Why add the freaking to his freaking, official name? Because so freaking Rollins. Seth Every time I, so see, I'm not gonna lie. Every time I see Seth freaking Rollins, I I immediately just see uh, Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. Freaking naughty. <laughs> Every time. 
every fucking time. And now that needs to stay in everybody's mind. Every time they hear, you hear the announcer guy go, Seth freaking Rollins. Every time he says freaking, you just need to say freaking louder. Just like that. <laughs> we got a CrossFit section in Global Gym. There you go. <laughs> CrossFit. Oh, I love Dodgeball. And it's been so long since I watched it. I need to watch it after doing this. There you go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Roman. For both of us there. Let's go to the other title match. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Could it be an upset? And Bobby Lashley actually gets the win. Or if like Roman costs Brock the title. Something tells me this thing's going to go for a while. They're not just going to end it. I don't I just. I, I want it to be like a one and done. Lesnar wins. Okay, cool. They build to the next pay-per-view. Unify the belts. Whatever. Come mania. We have one world title again. But then again, I personally would not mind seeing him and Bobby and Brock go more than once. But if they're going to do that, I also need like a real MMA kind of match with them. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to build shit, you need to have one where it's like, okay, fucking no ropes. We're out here grappling or whatever the fuck, something like that. But, uh, but this is also the E and they don't ever give you what you want ever. So I'll go with Brock. Okay, uh, uh, I really don't know which way to go. Um, because like difficult. this is this is a match that Bobby in particular has wanted for years. It's just they've never booked it. Um, I, I just kind of get the feeling that now that it's finally happening, they're gonna let Bobby win. That'd be cool. Cause like Brock likes people now, so maybe he likes Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> He's a friendly um, Brock. He's a friendly Brock, and a friendly Brock is terrifying. <laughs> he really is, though. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lashley. Uh, by the way, have you seen this fucking redone, redo of his entrance where he comes out and his whole, like, uh, cowboy get-up in his hat, and they fucking change his song to, like, Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> no, but like, I want to. <laughs> I, if I find it, I'm tagging you. It's, it was literally the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, let's go to the men's rumble first. There's 22 entrants announced out of 30, which gives us eight possible surprises. Um, eight surprises, huh? Johnny Knoxville is still the only... Uh, oh, it's not a special guest entrant anymore. It's an unaffiliated entrant. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... Okay, well, I'm already going to say that we're going to see both Pete Dunne and and Ciampa in this one. So, Mm. and you know what? And probably even Grayson Waller. Or Grayson Waller, excuse me. Oh, that geek. Something tells me that this fucking guy is going to, he's going to be in here because AJ's in here and that whole dumb feud. So I think that would that would put us at what twenty five. So there's still five mystery dudes, still five mystery guys. Which yeah. now see that's the that's where that's where I'm already like looking around the roster. There are like random people that are not fucking you know in this match that I don't know about. I just fucking uh, worst his hour at you know fucking he'll probably fucking bump in that goddamn thing. Yeah. That. There's very little. There's five, only five people from SmackDown. Wow. Oh that's wow. Yeah. That's you're right. Anyway. Ridiculous. Um. So there is a, a leaked 
spoiler for this match, which oh, yeah. until I read it, I did, didn't even consider AJ Styles. But it's actually a really good pick. And if I hadn't read that, I probably would have said Kevin Owens. Yeah. But I, if this is AJ's last run, I like the idea of giving him a Rumble win just to finish off his career. So there's also a, a leaked a rumor, spoiler, whatever, for the women's match. So I'm going to believe one of them, and I'm going to go with AJ for this one. I like it. Um, but I also really like the idea of Kevin winning one. But but then again, this is AJ's supposedly last year. Um, I don't know how much I fucking believe it. But um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go with AJ. I, I, they have been plugging the crap out of him ever since him and Omo split. So, yeah, I, I like it. Uh, so for the women, let's cut right to the chase. There is a spoiler slash rumor slash whatever that uh, Ronda Rousey is finally making her return, which I've been calling every fucking month. Every time we have a pay-per-view, Ronda Rousey's coming back. Ronda Rousey's mm-hmm. going to show up at the end of this match, and she never does. Um, but it's, like, everywhere for the Rumble now. Yeah, this um, one is and everywhere. I think even Becky's acknowledged it on Twitter. Um, and I can believe it, because that would set up Becky and Ronda. But I said I was only going to believe one rumor, and I'm sticking with Liv. Well, then I'll okay. believe the other rumors. <laughs> but no, I mean, um, do God again, you know, you know, it's a possibility. And I hate to I hate to spend it, spin it this way, because there might be some women out there that are going to get mad at me for this one. Yeah. But I tend to believe a lot, some some of these rumors when like my wife comes up to me and starts asking me questions about shit. When she's like, is it true? Rhonda's coming back. And I look at her and say, wait a minute. What, <laughs> what did you find out? I read Ronda's coming back. Where the fuck did you find that? And she shows me some weird article that I've never seen of this place. And I'm like, is Ronda really fucking coming back? Because then now you got me thinking. It's weird outside sources, non-sports sources, non-wrestling sources, talking about Ronda Rousey. Like, so, I mean, my gimmick is they went out of their way to go get Mickey James in the middle of an impact mm. contract, in the middle of her being a fucking impact champion. Yeah. They were willing to go... Scraped in the barrel to go get the Bellas and and beg Lita. So f- fuck. Not it. to mention the I legend Summer Rae. Oh, the legend. Excuse me, the icon Summer Rae. And um, so yeah, I could absolutely see them just fucking whip out the checkbook. Quanto. How much bigger do you need of this farm? You know what I'm saying. See. Uh, a lot of people were critical of Ronda Rousey's run. I I enjoyed it, but um, I, just, I think people I, I, were criti- critical of her run because she did not want to play professional wrestler, and a lot mm-hmm. of people were upset that she wasn't willing to play professional wrestler. And then when she started to have issues and fans started to turn on her, she did not give a shit and did what she wanted. Yeah, and which is what she's she, always done, which is pr- fine, but. You know, now the fans are mad because you can't yell at me. And the fans literally turned on her. She, people may not want to admit it, though, but she was a draw. Big time. Big um, time. Hell. I still wanted to see her and Oscar. Oh, yeah. And that was you know the what? match I wanted. Her and Becky finally one on one, which should have just been the main events when it was with Charlotte. 
is huge and it I'd love the idea of Becky finally um Ronda finally coming back and facing Becky one on one, but that fucks up the whole plan of Liv Morgan's build. It does. So you've 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 got kind of got to pick one or the other with this one. I mean, if she comes back and loses, is that going to hurt? Is that going to suck? Does that mean she's not back back? I mean, you can spin this. There's there are many many. I'm trying to say many of different ways to not spin making this. English. There we go. This not making English thing is sticking sticking around. <laughs> There's many different ways to spin this. You can have Liv fucking eliminate Ronda, kind of a thing, you know. Or or Ronda gets eliminated by Mickey or by somebody. The reality is, is is Ronda does not have to hang out if she does come back and gets eliminated. She doesn't have to. It's not okay. Well, now she's back, and now we have to focus on her. She could literally be the Bellas and be gone the next day. Michelle McCool be gone the next game. Kelly Kelly, Summer Rae, the, the icon, Summer Rae. You know, it could literally be a one and done. The but again, only, I don't know. The, the only solution I can think of is Liv wins the Rumble, Ronda shows up at the end of the Rumble or the next night. Becky loses the title before WrestleMania, probably because of Ronda. That sets up Becky versus Ronda, and then Liv beats somebody else for the title at WrestleMania. Fine. That's the only solution I can think of to this, like, backed in a corner scenario. Fine. Make the fun. That's fine. Because you're still giving the people what they inevitably, I guess, want in a way, which is Becky versus Ronda. And you finally get the crowning of Liv fucking Morgan. Yeah. Which should have happened last pay per view. Right. <laughs> Um, I don't see Lita winning, but I do see her ending up against Charlotte anyway at WrestleMania because Charlotte's in the match, even though she's SmackDown Women's Champion. If so she then gets... who eliminates who in your mind? I think Lita eliminates Charlotte. Please and thank you. Um, Please and thank you. And then we get Lita versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's title at WrestleMania anyway. Like it a lot. I'm all for it. I, I, I know I say I don't really give a shit about Charlotte matches, but I like me some Lita. I mean, I get, I can make an exception. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the Royal Rumble. So, final prediction for the women. I'm sticking with Liv. I don't really see anybody else on here that's going to... Other than the goddamn icon, Summer Rae. But, I mean... <laughs> hell, what, what, in the, what in this business has she not accomplished, okay? She's her fucking... Her trophy case is stacked full of dirt. For crying out loud. Uh, no, I'm with you. It's 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 unlike unlike the men. There are a couple of guys I I, I could go with. This one, it's it's liver bust. Yeah, sorry, it's you guys fucked your own selves, and now we want one person. You 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 guys have to have the fucking Daniel Bryan effect. You have to have the Daniel Bryan effect. This is now the this is now the aftermath of the Daniel Bryan effect. Yeah. Oh, also, I did mention it in Shitmark say, but there was somebody that went kind of viral saying Liv Morgan is uh, better on the mic than The Rock ever was. Oh, wait a minute. Did you get that goddamn TikTok trap sent? I think everybody in their mama about this fucking guy that says that The Rock couldn't get over without Sable. Sable? I'm so glad you said that. So apparently this guy is, um, and it's on TikTok, and by the way, this let this be the announcement that starting Monday the 31st, or uh, 
if not that Tuesday, Max Wrestling is going to be going hard on TikTok by starring yours truly. All the hot topic questions are going to be talked about. I'm going to be doing some skits, definitely making fun of all the WWE. So it's going to be it's, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. Make sure you're following on TikTok. But um, I, uh, I'm very lazy with the TikTok account, so I pass it over to Moses. It's Max Wrestling UK. There we go, baby. Max Wrestling UK, but we representing in the U.S. as well. So don't trip. But no, it's 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 just he was his argument was because Sable was being risque and all this other stuff that it opened the door for The Rock to be mouthy. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself. You do know that Stone Cold was telling Vince McMahon to fuck off and giving him the finger and stunnering him and all this other shit. And Bret Hart did that, too. And DF is telling before, people to suck it. Thank you. Way before fucking anybody saw the handprints on Sable's tits. Which like, is a great bikini, by the way. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm, there's no denying it. There's no, you know, there's no playing it off about, you know, like, oh, this and this and this. No, it was a good. It was a good time back then. Good moment. But do not, and I fucking am going to repeat this nicely, do not ever have to say that because a woman showing her tits is why they went raunchy when they were raunchy way before fucking anybody showing tits. Spe- really go watch which... your history. Don't don't go watching highlights. Go fucking really watch episode for episode like we had to. Speaking of which, uh, apparently... Those are more over than the entire NXT roster this week. Well, they're kind of old now, but hey, I sure why not. I, I don't even remember her name. Who who was the singer that showed up on Two Point Oh, fucking! Oh God, hold on. I have her written down. Got her name written down. Fucking, she then came out, and I I was I was mesmerized. There you go. So uh, yeah. Can't find her fucking. She, she, she walks shit. out, everything on display, and that's all people are talking about from NXT. So, like, that's more over than the entire fucking. Movie. I don't even know who the broad was. I can't even find her name. Well, I I saw her name. I googled it, and I got nothing. So I don't know what she is, but she came out with um, nothing. Uh, very very little on. But who 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 did she come out with? Oh, see, I don't even know their names. Like a couple of two point nobodies. Son of a bitch. I'm looking. No, oh, not MSK. That was like an opener. Jesus Christ. He wouldn't fucking F4W isn't even willing to mention this fucking broad. That's how you know there's a problem. Oh, Ollie J. Ollie. That's right. Ollie J came out with Cameron, with the Cameron, uh, not Cameron, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Oh, and was then, that who it was? See, yeah, they were blurry in the background when I saw the image. And I guess she was out there to sing. She performed, That's about it. She performed her hit song, Make Em Fall. Such a hit that nobody's ever heard of it, and nobody's ever heard... Well, if, l- let me you know, Google her right now. Ollie right J. Now. Let's see what comes up. Professor Ollie J of the University of Sydney. That's your top fucking result. Let's see. Oh, and your second result is, who is Ollie J? Media referee. Of course, Ollie J NXT pops up. I had oh, so, okay, so, you okay. so let's go NXT to her. Hold on, it. I'm gonna go to her goddamn Twitter. There you go. I'm on her goddamn Twitter. Stream my music. I'm I'm not trying to disrespect her or anything. It's just like she's lit almost literally everything, almost everything about her shit. It's fucking NXT. 
Like, there's nothing about music. Nothing. Talking about DoorDash fuck-ups and red flags and you're fucking stupid. <laughs> she knew what she was doing, though. She, she, she walks out with basically her I mean, breasts on show. I mean, she was obvious, she's obviously been watching some Andy Rose and realizes that this is what's going to get her over. Sex sells. Well, yeah, considering the fact they want that now, 17 to 25. That one you can thank Sable for. Yeah, go for it. That absolutely <laughs> thanks to Sable for for a lot for allowing us the opportunity to have women that are just hot, just to be out there to be hot. Yeah, but then it just went the completely wrong way, and we had the divas era. Yeah, yeah that was terrible. I bet uh, you that guy. So... I bet you that fucking dude from earlier fucking loved the divas era. Right. <laughs> they, they, they look really pretty, but they can't do nothing. But they look no. real pretty. Oh, evening gown match. I'm all for that gravy bowl match. You got me. Oh, he said you, you said gravy. <laughs> I like gravy. So, um, no, absolutely nothing else from NXT made headlines other than a couple of breasts. So, who's who's the geek of the week? Let's, let's find out if there is anything noteworthy from NXT that you can pluck for a geek of the week. Hit the music. And three, two, one. All right, gig of the week, fucking repeat offender. So hold on, before I, <laughs> I have to roast this fucking nerd, um, NXT wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, I really enjoyed MSK versus Jack of Time. It was a really good opener. But then again, MSK does good stuff all the time. Uh, Cameron Grimes carried fucking Tony D'Angelo to probably his best match I've seen in NXT. So it's, it's a good for him. Because otherwise I'm going <laughs> to shit all over the fucking guy. Um, grizzled young vets against fucking was it the Chase whatever the fuck university nerd and his fucking student and that match sucked ass. Uh, it was yeah, it was pretty bad. But my geek of the week it, again, repeat defender. It goes to fucking goddamn uh, Giant Edge. <laughs> it goes to Van. It goes to Van Wiener. Why Van Wiener? Because he fucking goes after goddamn um, the fucking college nerd and his student after they fucking lost to the fucking grizzled young veterans. They're fucking laid out. Guy comes out in a suit with fucking goddamn um, dumb. Sh- uh, what's uh, what the fuck is the boy's name? Fucking wannabe TK over here, and he fucking comes out. Dude takes his jacket Robert off. Stone? Thank you, Robert Stone. Oh. Takes his jacket off, beats the shit out of these two nerds, puts his jacket back on, and stands there. And I'm like. Bro, you're like six four, and they're trying to make you look like you're nine feet tall. <laughs> like it's it's really fucking annoying. You're like barely above height. You know what I mean? Like you're you're barely taller than a lot of dudes, and they're trying to make you be a giant. It's not. It. I don't like it. It's really stupid. Mm. Yeah, no bad camera angles. Lots of camera cuts. Um, you're gonna make somebody fucking throw up with all those goddamn camera cuts. Oh jeez, I get That's... a headache sometimes. The constant camera cuts are one of the reasons I'm so glad I barely watch WWE anymore. Yeah, they give you a fucking headache. <sighs> uh, okay, so we have a repeat offender for Geek of the Week, and spoiler alert, we also have a repeat offender for Wrestle of the Week. Let's play the music. Um, I think it's a repeat offender. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I've crowned him Wrestle of the Week before. But I'm only keeping track from like 
the start of 2021, uh, 22 now. So um, this week's roster of the week, I think it was a very easy choice. Um, I think clearly match of the week anyway. Sammy Guevara. Because the dude was just insane in that ladder match. Uh, he was. Thoroughly deserved to win. Deserves to be TNT champion. Hope he has a really strong second run. Oh, yeah. I hope so, too. I hope we get some some really good matches out of him. Hope he can go against some guys. Maybe Jay Lethal. You know what I mean? Let's bring some names to this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did wrestle Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you very much to everybody for tuning in to this special event. The next time we bring you a special event is the biggest event of the year. Promo Mania 7. It comes your way on March 31st, and it's special for two reasons. One, it's WrestleMania week. Two, it's the day after my baby's due. So if I have to suddenly leave the desk, you know why. Yeah, we, <laughs> but, see, uh, we, we know. We get this. <laughs> If, if she's going to be late, let's hope the captain's daughter can hold on for a couple of days at least. As, as much as I want her out, we got like 200 hours of WrestleMania to talk about. I'm, I'm going to need the time before we right. make an appearance. Uh, <laughs> there will, of course, be title matches too. And the 2022 Iron Bank contract will be on the line on the pre-launch show. For more information, go to matchwrestling.net slash promomania7. Um, I think last year's promomania was one of our best ever shows so we, we we've set the bar a little too high this year unfortunately but it's all good <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work there. yeah um all right we're gonna leave you now with the world title main event it's chad malcolm defending against the phoenix in a promo exhibition so before we go anywhere thank you everybody for spending your thursday with us you know where to find us at max Racing uk on twitter and at the captain 512 and smr Podnet on twitter as well once again, the website, maxrusting.net. And now listen up, you pencil neck geeks, because this is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. So as far as Bolt Rant, that has been the main thing out there. There's lots dropping and more to drop. But the focus and the focus must remain on the upcoming move to TikTok. I mean, for crying out loud, this thing is going to be for real. I'm not joking. The wrestling community in TikTok is a lot bigger than people think. It's yeah. about to get even bigger with our edition so make sure you are following max wrestling uk on tiktok again the 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 vidges the craziness no dances <laughs> today uh start out yeah. on monday we, we might do now we got cypher back <laughs> i was about to say i was like i know we're we'll have to dance eventually so one of these fucking things and, and lip sync uh, see that one and, i don't mind and we got to get talking dogs and stuff talk about i'm not for talking about Okay. Wait, wait, it's like the talking dog from like Road Trip. It's like, make time that bitch make me some blueberry pancakes. <laughs> you know what? We got we got talking Grogu. Talking Grogu's. There you go. Um, so if you have your predictions for Royal Rumble, uh, the post will go up sa- It's Saturday, right? Royal Rumble? Yes, Saturday. Again? The post Weird. will go up Saturday morning. Um, leave your comments if you've got your own predictions and you can compete for the predictions championship, which is currently held by i want to say phoenix or was he the last champion i believe he was the last champion um uh, i don't remember i know that it was a some different people had won it and then they uh, were immune because of the rest kingdom 
Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's Cookie and AJ Sparks. There we go. Are the defending champions? AJ kind of came out of nowhere. He's now a five-time champ. Five-time. Yeah, they won it hard to kill. So get your predictions in for the Royal Rumble this Saturday morning and see if you can become predictions champion. With that said, enjoy this main event. I can promise you it's about to end with a bang. We will see you next week to undoubtedly rage about the Royal Rumble. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. Phoenix, I fucking hate your bitch ass. <laughs> you fucking ruined Christmas again. Since I started doing promos almost two years ago, I've taken a lot of souls and I've dug a lot of holes. Last year was arguably my year. I held every championship within six months. I came this close to winning both tournaments and becoming Match Wrestling's first Grand Slam Champion. Hell, I even ended the shape at Promo Mania. And I even ended the year the same way it started. As Phoenix Three Belts. <laughs> this year will be no different. I will prove once and for all that this is my world. This is my domain and this is my playground. And it just so happens that my first victim this year is none other than Max Wrestling's own world champion, Chad Malcolm. Chad has been a bit of a thorn in my side since joining us. He backed Travis in the King of the Mike finals. And he just barely beat me for the war title at Promo Slam. But Chad, your luck's run out, pal. It is time I add you to my collection. So I just have one question for you. Are you ready to face your demons?
please, bitch, please, this is your kingdom. Half the people that live here work for me. How are you going to say that this is your kingdom? Bitch, bitch, get out of here. But, okay, you, um, you think a lot of yourself. You, uh, you know, it's your kingdom, it's your domain, all these souls, you know, you're going to hold all the championships and all that. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance to prove yourself. Because I have a walker one side of me, and El Jefe the other side of me, and I'm the Malcolm in the middle. So here's the deal. I'm going to pass down the world championship to you. But there's a few a few um a few side notes. First of all, I'm having that briefcase because that was part of the deal that you know if I lose I get your briefcase. So first of all, I'll have that briefcase, so thank you. Second of all, If you drop this championship at its next defence, you have to join me. You have to join me, the Walker, and El Jefe, and then all your gold will be mine. Now, I know what you're thinking, I know what you're thinking. Okay, so all I've got to do is choose an easy opponent I know I can beat, and then I stay world champ and don't have to join you. Yeah, that's, that's not really going to work, mate. Because any minute now, you'll be receiving a uh, contract. I've already written it up, already signed it, stuff like that. And on that contract, I have actually chosen your next victim for you. Uh, I made a deal with the devil. You might ask how I did that. I'm a very good lawyer. 